10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0, all engine running, liftoff, we have a liftoff. episode of Two Dudes in a Spaceship, the show where we talk about science fiction, science fiction, and occasionally conspiracy theories. I'm Logan Taylor. Austin Merrill. And today, we're going to talk about the Tesla launch. Mm -hmm. And how cool and important and otherwise, you know, uh, awesome uh, the whole whole thing is. So for those of you who don't know... uh, Elon Musk of Tesla uh, launched his new his his new heavy heavy payload rocket. It's called the Falcon Heavy. Yep. And it is uh, we talked about uh, last time because it wasn't last week. We skipped a week. We skipped a week. Um, we got super drunk. It was bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the um, the Falcon Heavy is three Falcon 9s strapped together. Um, just fucking zip tie, <laughs> ratchet strapped together, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Um, and no, it was cool because lots it, of it, duct tape was used. <laughs> an uncomfortable amount of duct tape. Yeah, so there's um, the standard uh, uh, outside boosters were the Falcon 9s, which is kind of their flagship rocket. And then there's a center booster that also, uh, I think it had more fuel. Um, but anyway, the so it launched successfully. Everything was cool. And then it, uh, it landed the two side boosters the center booster failed to land. Uh, it, it missed the. Uh, they have a. It's a like an AI barge that it lands on. A barge. It's, it's out in the ocean. So it la- the center console lands was supposed to land on the barge and it, it missed it or it just it crashed on impact. But the two side boosters landed back at Cape Canaveral, uh, where they where they launched. Damn. So yeah. So they landed. Back on those pads. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's really cool launch. You got to check it out. Um, but the so the center console, it, it the biggest part of it, heaviest part, had to land in the ocean based on because uh, the two side boosters broke off first, uh, and then they landed successfully. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful landing for these for these boosters. And I love then, how into it you're getting. <laughs> your face. It. Your face. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, so anyway, the the payload was. Uh, Elon Musk's personal Tesla. A car. A car. Okay, so it, you have the two side boosters, the center booster, and then you have this like capsule on top that have, has like this part that opens up. And there's a uh, cherry red uh, uh, Tesla Roadster chilling out. But I thought it was just going to be the car. It is the car plus uh, a mannequin that they actually suited up with their new spacesuit. I think we had talked about once before. Yep. So that inside the Tesla and uh, with uh, a, a sticker on the dashboard that says, don't panic, uh-huh. from which is obviously a reference to uh, Hitchhiker's, Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. yeah. The whole launch was also accompanied by uh, David Bowie's Space Oddity. So that played, I, I believe it either played, uh, I believe it played in the car 
on top of, so they launched it to space oddity. So it finally gets out um, into into orbit, and then it opens up, and you can, I think there's still a live feed of it, where you see, uh, it's a camera facing, uh, they call him, they nicknamed him Starman. So it's this camera facing Starman, just, you know, going, going around, just chilling out, and it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but the, the second part of this mission was supposed to, the, the, there's another booster that, um, the part that's attached to the car, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to do a control burn. It's kind of, I believe it was the Air Force. It's one of their boosters, and they were kind of just showing off. Well, they miscalculated, and because the original trajectory was once the third burn happened, it was supposed to send it uh, to Mars orbit, and that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> they they overshot. Overshot. They overshot, and he was headed towards um, the asteroid belt. <laughs> so everybody's like, okay, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, he's he's gonna get crushed by a whole bunch of asteroids, and that's gonna be the end of it. But somebody redid the math, and it turns out he's not going towards the asteroid belt. Uh, he's going into like an elliptical orbit. Um, I'm not going to pull up the article here in a minute that specifies a little more, but we're actually he's actually coming back towards Earth, so he'll be like 28 million miles away. So not close at all, but we'll pro- I mean we'll probably get to see. Uh, I think it's close enough to where we can still send and receive images, so we'll be able to see Starman after he does the. I think he's doing a loop around the do you, sun. Do you think the lights on the car are on? Because that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> I do. I think due to uh, uh, weight, uh, I, I one and that doesn't technically matter because the weight capacity of the uh, of the Falcon Heavy is like a fully loaded. So did I tell you this? Mm-hmm. The weight capacity of the seven thirty or of of a of a uh, the Falcon Heavy. Is a seven thirty seven. You did tell me that. Yeah, fully yeah, yeah. loaded. Fully loaded. Fully loaded People. with crew, passengers, luggage, and fuel. Is its top end weight capacity. That's heavy as fuck. That's heavy as fuck. AF. So, um, but no, I, I guess he's supposed to come back within twenty eight million miles of Earth in the year twenty twenty. Yep. So just reach right on out and touch him. <laughs> just reach out and touch him. So. Uh, but it was basically there's a whole bunch of people complaining because oh this seems like a, a just some kids uh, some rich kids fantasy to launch a car into space first of all yes and what's wrong with that second of all I, I just homie has the money and resources yeah, he's the, do it he's the only one who's like because like landing a rocket we I believe we initially thought wasn't possible. That's why NASA never pursued it. And he's like, you know what? I think we can do it. And so he did it successfully. Then launches this successfully. And there's a fucking car in space. Could you imagine being an alien and then coming across this this like this dude chilling? Because it's not it's not just him in a car. It's, he's he's in a suit. He's well, he's in a suit, but it's a convertible. So the top's, the top's down. down. The top's yeah. down, and he's got one Just arm on, on, on the side of the car, and one arm on the steering wheel, and it's magnificent. So I just imagine aliens being like, "Nope, too advanced." Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> or or uh, uh, aliens that have have visited us before be like, 
the fuck is a car doing out here? Like, seriously. Hey, dude, come here. Check, check us out. Holy shit, is that a car? Is that from Earth? I mean, I guess. I mean... Bravo! I don't. Good I, work. I don't have another. I don't have. They that. actually grew some balls. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> and because here's the thing: the the Voyager is a probe we sent in the '70s. It's got the gold record on it, and it's got sounds from Earth, and and it's got a picture of a man and a woman. Yep. And, uh, you know, various and they're naked. And they're naked. <laughs> various other things. Very like, if you're gonna make contact with a species that's not gonna know your language or anything about you, that's the proper way to do it. And then there's this. <laughs> then there's a Tesla. <laughs> there's in Tesla just cruising around in space. And it's it's everything I've ever wanted. It's wonderful. Uh, but I can't help but find it hilarious how bad they fucked up. Well, okay, so here's... here's so the, it was a success to, to the degree of sending a fucking car into space. But the trajectory fuck up... I'm like, you get paid to okay, do stuff like that. So here's here's the thing. And... and I, I thought the same thing. No, let, let me backtrack a minute. The reason everybody was all pissed off is because you, uh, you know, historically, anytime we've done launches, we've had, uh, we take kids' science experiments and stuff like that and, and put, them, put them into space, put them as part of the payload, which he could have done. Uh, like I said, I mean, the... Why? The, the weight thing. <laughs> why? Why would you do the, that? The you weight, could. You, you could, could do that. Well, the weight, why? with the weight limit on there, I mean, there's plenty of room for all kinds of stuff. The thing was, everybody was all upset, like, oh, he should have taken kids' experiments, which, sure, he, he should have, and he could have, but at the same time, this none of this has been like, there's no science involved here. No. There, this was just... I just want to send it, my car to was space. This massive PR stunt for fun, you know, because he even said, uh, Musk even said that after uh, they're working on the, uh, oh, the the new the new rocket is called the um, uh, the, the BFR, mm-hmm. and the BFR, uh, uh, the actual the official acronym is uh, Big Big Falcon Rocket. And uh, you're distracting. Sorry. You're fine. Um, but no. So the official acro- the official acronym is the Big Falcon Rocket because they're going with the Falcon name, right? But the uh, the unofficial is Big Fucking Rocket. Big Fucking Rocket. <laughs> because it's supposed to be like uh, I don't know the actual numbers, and, and I can look that up too. But um, I mean, the payload. I told you the payload for a Falcon Heavy. It's supposed to be like crazy more weight than that, but they wanted to see if they could do that. So I guess after this, they're actually retiring both the Falcon Heavy and the Falcon Nines in favor of this new this new rocket, which I've seen concepts for, and it looks like a missile. <laughs> it's like it's like one rocket, and I'm sure you're gonna have the side boosters as well. But it's cool because the the Dragon capsule we talked about that. It's actually there's like a coupler system. Where it clips onto it, so it, it ends up looking like it's it's fully sealed. So it uh, so the top end becomes your nose cone, and then you have the bottom booster. Mm-hmm. So it looks like big missile. So once it actually gets in the upper atmosphere, then it detaches and it's got its own uh, power systems after the fact. But it's like the the whole point of this Tesla wants to do space not only space tourism but also uh, make it easier and cheaper to get. Um, you know things in space, but because of how successful this was, 
you have countries all over the world that are just foaming at the mouth to get this rocket because they don't have to invest all the time and money into the research and development because it's done. I believe NASA did quite a bit of that. Um, uh, a lot of the rockets that NASA had designed and built, uh, we sold them to like India and um, Russia and because Russia's got a pretty substantial uh, rocketry program as well. Mm -hmm. So we, we share a lot of that kind of stuff. But I mean, this is works, it's successful. And on top of that, it has now made it so private businesses who have no experience in space travel or, or rocket science or anything like that to be like, that works. We want to send something into space. We'll just use that one because it's done. Which means that more companies are going to get involved. And the more companies that get involved because they all, they all want a piece of that pie, the cheaper it's going to become because everybody's you know paying into it. It's economics. Well, that's, that's like SpaceX's like mission is first and foremost making space travel cheaper and space tourism. I want... <laughs> I want to go space. I, 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 do you like space? I like space. Did you fuck with space? <laughs> Did you fuck with space? No. Um. The the thing too is, uh, with like, uh, I I read a thing the other day where I guess Trump is shutting down the um, uh, the sp our, our space station. Essentially, he's removing funding from that because he's he's retarded. Um. I can't stand him. But so in favor of something, he's doing something else with it. So essentially uh, rocketry and, and space exploration is going to be out of uh, like government hands at that point, which is cool, but also kind of scary. Uh, anytime you privatize something, if there's no regulations on it, uh, that can get kind of sketchy. And until there's regulations on it, uh, you have these companies that are going to be able to do whatever they want, whenever they want. What if SpaceX turns into Atlas? Atlas. Atlas. It's Atlas. Collier's reference. Oh, okay. You're uncultured. I'm an uncultured swine. But the main, the main baddie in. Oh, okay. In, I uh, gotcha. God, what's that Call of Duty? Call of Duty. Black Ops. No, not Black Ops. Um, That's the last one I played. Advanced Warfare. Okay. Atlas was the main baddie. Okay. And Kevin Spacey played the main baddie. Nice. Perfect. Nice. Perfect. Um, Kevin Spacey makes such a good bad guy. He really does. Like, he is just, he was born evil. <laughs> Ironically, though, you heard about all the trouble he got into, right? Yeah. So, yeah, he, he is the perfect bad guy. <laughs> my favorite, one of my favorite vines ever is like in a, it's like in a stadium. I don't know what for, but it's in a stadium somewhere. And there are a bunch of people with Kevin Spacey, like, cutouts yes. over their face. I've seen it. And then you. <laughs> One guy pulls it away, and it's Kevin it's Spacey. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> it was, it, I believe it was a basketball game. Was it? Yeah, okay. yeah. He was chilling in a basketball game. He's in the front row, and everybody's got Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey mask. And then he looks at the camera and then pulls it off. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, I mean, are, do you like, um, I, you know, all of Kevin Spacey's personal issues aside, um, have you seen House of Cards? It's dense. Not, I haven't yet. It is. It is a very dense show. Okay, so I've got a list of shows that <clears throat> I'm meaning to watch at some point. Yeah. I'm just not ready to become emotionally invested in anything yet. Yeah, I feel you. So okay, so I just did, and this is the reason why. Um, Archer, love Archer. Yeah. I think it's fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. This is why we have ants. 
I think it's hilarious. Um, Do you want ants? Because this is how we this get is ants. how we get ants. Um, so I started. I I watched it like fucking years ago. Yeah. Like I watched it all the way through, and recently I was flipping through on the Netflix. Yep. Just flipping through stuff, and I was like, I'm gonna rewatch Archer yeah. because yes, that's why. <laughs> I pull it up last night, and it says. This title is available until March 14th. Aww. I'm like, are you fu- I've got, I've got literally a month yeah. to watch seven what? years worth of Archer. <laughs> the thing is, too, you also called me a psychopath for watching all of uh, Black Mirror in like two days. Yeah, you, you psycho. <laughs> but that's, you, you have to get committed. One, You're not committed enough. One does not simply watch a show that makes you hate everything <laughs> in <laughs> rapid succession like that. <laughs> Give me an example. I uh, I was dating a girl who hadn't seen all of Supernatural, hadn't caught all the way up, had seen bits and pieces. Huge Supernatural fan. I am until like the 10th season. And you got to power through some of those rough seasons. Anyway. It should have ended at season five, and you know it. Well, yeah. But I mean, I, I'm I, for, on a consumer level, I'm just like, give me... Give me more. Give me more. They were originally going to end it mm-hmm. in the fifth season, yep. and then everybody was like, "No!" And they brought it back. <laughs> but because of that, they've actually been able to introduce new characters that they wouldn't have um, elsewise. So, um, uh, spoiler. Can I can I ask you this question? Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah, because uh, you know how how long ago? I mean, it's. Uh, I don't know. Sydney, you haven't watched past season 10. That's probably like a good five, six years ago. Does, does, does Chuck come back? Yes. Who's Chuck? What does he come back? I can't tell you. Why not? It's a huge deal. Who's Chuck? I, uh, Chuck comes back, I think, two or three seasons ago, right? So again, major major spoiler. Uh, I'm the prophet! Uh, uh, Chuck! Because <laughs> he's not just the prophet. Is he God? He's God. Chuck is God? He ends up being God. So, okay. He, he, so played, he played the role of the prophet, kind of more or less to just keep an eye on Sam and Dean. Okay, so he was God when he was the prophet, Chuck. Yes, he, he had, he's been God the entire time he was Chuck. And Cass didn't know it? Huh? Wasn't Cass chilling with... Yeah, I mean, so, like, there's, uh, again, major spoilers, uh, unintentional spoilers... Huge fan, but um, no, he there's there's a part where, of course, you know the world's always ending for whatever reason. Um, there's a part where, uh, essentially, because God's back, um, he, I'm trying to think how to word this properly. Um, there's God. I'm trying to think how to word this. He, basically, God's a dick. Because he's been there the whole time, and just, you know, the angels are furious because they find out that God's been there the whole time and doesn't even bother to call him back. Uh, just this abandoned, all these abandonment issues. But, um, daddy issues. The world's essentially ending, and Sam and Dean can't do anything about it, and God's like, eh, you know, it is what it is. Um, and so he, he's working on a book, he's working on a new book. Uh, and so he's been writing this book, and so the whole kind of uh, that whole season is them trying to get God to get his shit together so the world doesn't die. And uh, there's there's some baddies that uh, I won't spoil because I think that'll kind of ruin the 
the mystique because you find out the season before the big reveal is that he's he's God and then from that point forward you go forward into that season with knowing this and then Sam and Dean being like really this whole time you eat a dick uh, <laughs> and, uh, but no there's there's a lot of really good exchange in there so if you haven't seen it highly recommend catching up power through the Leviathan season everybody hates that season and it's shitty but uh, you gotta power through that I did power through Leviathan season. Then when did you when did you drop out? When basically the season where um, Dean is Kane. I see what you're saying. That that actually has a pretty good uh, pretty good conclusion. Um, and, and I think a lot of the issues too with the the premise of Supernatural, that whole show every season could be condensed to twelve episodes. Because we don't really need, we know enough about the characters, we don't really need a monster of the week anymore. Just I, I, yeah, they throw in like filler episodes. They throw in filler because they're they're still doing the hunting thing. So in theory, if you removed all of the filler to take it from twenty episodes to twelve and just do straight story arcs, I think you you could continue the show for quite a bit longer. But again, you also get I think some of that design is is more of a reprieve, uh, a relief from. Uh, it's just all this tension, and if you keep that tension going uh, throughout the whole season, it's hard to continually do that and still feel like... Because as, as, as a fan, uh, there's certain things that you know that can't happen, or if they do happen. You know, Sam and Dean both have died several times. You always know they're going to come back. But they've started to... Uh, and, and again, spoilers. They, they've started to... Uh, started to tie up some loose ends so some characters that you they haven't talked about haven't even acknowledged uh in in years they've started to bring them back in to kind of get rid of those loose ends because my theory is it's either going to be this season or next season or maybe one more because i know they're i know they're confirmed for uh, one se- or next season but they actually also introduced a spin-off series called the wayward girls which includes um, some of the uh, you remember Jody Jody Mills the, the lady cop yep. um, she's like the because she's kind of the caretaker for all of the the runaway teens that Sam and Dean have saved over the years so the new series is going to be based around Jody as that focal point and then uh, these girls that have now become hunters as a result mm-hmm. and so because of that I think that they're actually going to close out Supernatural here pretty soon. Um, plus it's been, I don't know, like 20 seasons or something like that. It's, it's one of the longest running shows ever. Yeah. Um, next to something like The Simpsons or 60 Minutes. You know what I mean? Um, so I just, uh, I'm excited because uh, they, they did a, a soft pilot that was incorporated with Supernatural. It's okay. It's okay. Um, but, I, and, but I'm concerned because I've talked to other people too what do you think is a proper ending for that show? Sam and Dean are going to have to die. Yep. Or my hope, uh, because you've seen the um, you've seen the bunker and stuff like that, or the Men in Letters bunker. Yeah. Okay. So my hope is that you do kind of like a end of series montage, if you will, of Sam and Dean realizing they can't keep doing it. They're getting old. They can't keep just hunting all the time. They just 
they're too old for it. So then they reopen them into letters uh, to some capacity, recruit a whole bunch of new people, um, train them to be hunters, and then they become essentially like the bobby of of this new group. Oh, bobby. <laughs> I know. Oh, <laughs> so you they, just opened a whole can of worms. I know. So they, uh, Dude, I felt that deep. I know. It cut me deep. I know. Um, Robert. <laughs> uh, damn it, Bobby. Yeah. So uh, they become the new Bobby, and um, then you just do kind of like a montage of them training and then bringing new in and then dealing with, uh, you know, and then just kind of show them get old. And then the series ends with either them showing up in heaven in some capacity. And, you know, they get like a happy ending. But it's one of those where you either kill them off permanently, which I don't think fans Permadeath. will will deal with because we know that basically death has no consequences for, for these kids. Um, on top of that, or, or the, other, the other conclusion is having them get old and, and training new kids. But that's my, that's my hope. Because they've already gone past their expiration date several times, and they've been able to kind of rein it back back in to where it's still enjoyable. But it's a good show. It is a good show. It, it's a, I don't know. I just kind of fell away from it. I just yeah, stopped watching it. That's anybody I've talked to that like I went through. I think after the Leviathan season, I stopped watching it too, but just because I got into other shows and it's just. I, I need what I need is I need another Breaking Bad where I will sit there yeah. and I will take a day and I will watch three fucking seasons. Dare me. I'll do it. <laughs> like that's what I did with Breaking Bad. I watched Breaking Bad way too fast. Yeah. Um because I just couldn't get enough of well, it. Well, and uh it's uh, regarded as like one of the best shot TV shows. I mean cinematography and the foreshadowing. Beautiful. Gorgeous. It is a gorgeous show. But uh, before we move on, speaking of shows that have ex- uh, exceeded their expiration date. Why are my shoes still on? I don't know. Why are your shoes still on? Mine are still on. This is disgusting. <laughs> I just realized that there were still shoes on my feet. Anyway. Oh, I'm, constant, I'm, over, I'm, I'm overly aware of what's happening. <laughs> Everything feels too real. Uh, um, but no, shows, shows that... Ex- Exceeded their expiration date. Can we talk about The Walking Dead? Did you watch that at all? Dude, I stopped watching after the third season. It's just... Because they've deviated from the comics so far that, like, um... I don't... I'm at a point... I don't give a shit about Rick anymore. At all. Like, I don't care about his character because there's that point where he, you know, he gets broken down and he's redeemed and broken down and redeemed and I'm just like... Will you just die already? I'm bored. Just die. I'm bored. Um, I will say this new season. Um, this because I don't because it's so people are still really into it. Negan, have you seen anything with mm-hmm. Negan? Probably one of the greatest villains that I have ever seen, and ironically, also Sam and Dean's dad. So Ooh. like you know the full circle. But anyway, uh, let's let's continue. Okay. You got your suicide machine that I know nothing about. Okay, so... I, I you w- refused to tell me about it. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to get your opinion on it. Okay, so in some countries, uh, doctor-assisted suicide is, is legal now. Yeah. Um, 
And there was a doctor from Australia, I believe, because I think they're, they're pushing for uh, doctor-assisted suicide. He designed this box, and it's a 3D printable like coffin-type deal, right? So you get inside of it, and you can either get one with a window or without a window, so you could like move it anywhere you wanted. And it uses liquid nitrogen as the, uh, the killing chemical. Uh, and the way it works is you get inside of it, it's fully sealed, uh, you shut the door, and then it gives you like a questionnaire and to just make sure you're of sound mind. Because a lot of these, a lot of his reasoning behind that is, I guess his mom had cancer, terminal cancer, and just the, the, like the last few months of her life were just awful. She just suffered and it was awful. And he, and there's, I guess, a few times where she was like, look, I, I just, I want to just die. I'm ready to die. There's nothing I can do. Nothing's going to heal me. Right. So uh, I just, you know, help me out, but it's illegal. Right. So he designed this machine that you get inside of it, gives you the questionnaire and um, uh, he basically says, you know, yes or no. Do you want to, do you want to proceed? If you hit yes it starts to flood the uh, chamber with liquid nitrogen. And the thing is with liquid nitrogen, it actually uh, essentially uh, asphyxiates you. It replaces oxygen with liquid nitrogen. Yeah. But the explanation that the doctor, uh, I forget his name, but uh, they nicknamed him Dr. Death because he, you know, he's a big proponent of euthanasia. Um, And the way he described it is within uh, one to two minutes you uh, go into like a, oh, uh, not, not a fugue state's the wrong word, but it's, uh, you basically feel kind of drunk. Um, and uh, after two minutes, you pass out, and then five minutes, you're dead. So he's like, this is the most humane way that you can end your own life. And so it was like, oh, well, what about, you know, you know what if it starts and it, it's got pressure switches on it, so if at any point you, any point in that one to two minutes, you decide that you know you change your mind, you just push on the door, uh, door opens up, the liquid nitrogen shuts off, you're good to go. Yeah, it starts flooding oxygen back in the back in the chamber. But he had designed it because he wants people to have an option um, to you know if 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 you're of sound mind, no mental health issues or whatever. Um, you know, you should, you, you can decide everything in your own life. You should be able to decide how you die too. That's his logic. I was like, that's, that's kind of interesting. What do you think about that? Do you, do you think that's, that's okay? It's not okay. Uh, okay. Um, getting, getting a little heavy. I was a you asked. <laughs> uh, I just, I just read the article about it. So, okay. So I do not. Condone suicide. I don't either. Like I don't want you to just be depressed and blow your head off. See, and that's obviously. that's that's kind of the point of, of the questionnaire and and some of the other safety issues. Matter of fact, because people were concerned about that, well, teenage suicide and, and, and this that and the other. Uh, he was like, okay, the, you have to be over fifty, basically to say that you have enough life experience. Um, but the, the premise of it is, it's not you know I want to kill myself. It's, uh, I am terminally ill. Right. And, and, and that, I... Or I, I'm super old, and I hurt all the time. <laughs> I hurt just sitting here. <laughs> that makes me think of the Bill Burr. That Bill Burr. 
any, anyway, um, I actually, it's funny that you, you, you bring that up because I remember in high school, I, we got to pick a topic in yep. English class what we wanted to write about, and I picked basically doctor-assisted suicide. Yeah. And I, <coughs> I think that if you're dying mm-hmm. and you're miserable yep. and there's nothing that anybody can do for you, then, yeah, dude, pull that trigger. Not, not literally, not, 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 you're an awful person. No, no, no not, not, not pull that trigger. Pull the trigger on, on ending it. I know what you're saying. Uh, I just realized how insensitive that came across. Um, no, so I, I mean, I, I, I uh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yep, I agree with, uh, if you're miserable. Yeah, and I mean, sick it, and dying you know, and, and this is something where, like. Why prolong the inevitable? Yeah, well, you, you see nursing homes and stuff full of full of people who uh and and some of this too is like um you know if if you're terminal you know you're going to die at least relatively soon why go through all the uh, the pain and, and suffering and adding the burden of uh, how much medical care and stuff like that costs if you're terminal you know what i mean mm-hmm. and this is just like uh but there's there's all kinds of people who are like no we shouldn't do that or uh, but I, I don't know i the older I get, the more I'm like, you know, when I, you know, if I end up being like 90, you know, and, and doubtful, but yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and I'm, you know, and I'm just miserable and I hurt all the time. And, um, I mean, I think there might be a time where I'm just like, look, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Uh, and you know, to not have that option when you start making this face. <laughs> yeah. It's time to go. And uh, disclaimer: we don't condone suicide. And if you know you are having issues, uh, there's there's helplines that you can call. Because uh, I mean, I've dealt with depression. So Just look too. up I logic. I know. You'll see the hotline. Exactly. I, I I know what that's like. However, I think that if you're old, if you're terminal, if you're um, you know if if you don't, I I don't I think we should at least have the option. That's all I'm saying. There's plenty of people who wouldn't take it. Well, yeah, but I, I think that uh, you know if if you want to, you know what I mean. You shouldn't have to resort to kind of archaic means in order to do so. You know what I mean. Uh, but that's that's just my thought. I wanted to I wanted to get yeah. your opinion. No, I, like I said, I do not encourage or condone suicide. <laughs> but <laughs> but I mean. Like I said, if you're if you're already dying and you're absolutely miserable, yeah. and I don't mean emotionally miserable, I mean like physically in pain, just by the simple act of breathing. Yeah, you should be able to meet your maker if you want. Yeah, that's whoever whoever that maker whoever that guy is he or she he or, or she it it we don't know pasta noodle pasta, man the, the noodle noodle, the noodle monster? monster yeah but yeah moving isn't, away isn't there a pastafarian church now. I'm believe, pretty sure there I, is. I believe it is Pastavarian. Matter of fact, um, changing gears, something a little bit lighter. Um, speaking of just odd religions, in the UK, uh, I believe it was the UK, it was the UK or Australia, has officially acknowledged Jediism as an official religion. Um, the UK, it's actually like the second, mm-hmm. it's like the second leading religion. <laughs> Christian and then Jediism. <laughs> it's awesome. So dope. <laughs> I watched a video. This Did dude, you? this dude like 
makes his own Jedi robe. Yes, I saw that. And it was sweet. He, he was like, I, he was like, I used to be a Buddhist, and then there was. Well, see, the thing is, I mean, if you do your research in, into because anytime an author or somebody creates something, um, it, it's not very long before fans take over and turn it into something else. Uh, give an example, like uh, Klingon, the language of Klingon yeah. from Star Trek. When Gene Roddenberry actually created it, I think it only had like, you know, I don't know, maybe a hundred words. It is now an officially like recognized language. It is a full language that you can. It's speak funny to. what pop culture will do to a society. Uh, and then um, Elvish from Lord of the Rings, same mm-hmm. thing. Um, Tolkien had invented the language. It's based on uh, oh, um, like Nordic runes, and there's. Like, he spent a lot of time in, like, Scandinavian stuff doing research. Um, or Finland. It's based loosely based on Finnish. Uh, and so he created uh, Elvish out of this. And um, it is also because of uh, because whatever few words he wrote in those books, it became, it's now uh, a full, full-fledged language with, you know, words and stuff. So people have taken things and... Um, there was another show like that, uh, Defiance. Defiance is another really good show, science fiction show. You should watch it. Super good. Uh, ended way too soon, but the developers uh, of the show actually spent the time to um, make make their own language specifically for the show. So all, all the alien races have their own language. And again, I just thought of this one. Another great show. Uh, have you seen The Expanse? Wonderful hard science fiction um, in the sense that it's all humans but uh, the the physics and stuff is actually comparable to real physics when it comes to like um, my one of my favorite maneuvers in the show is called a flip and burn because the way you're in space uh, once you hit full speed nothing, there's nothing to stop you right yep. so they have a maneuver midway through your trip you actually have to flip your ship over uh, and do a full burn in the opposite direction in order to slow down. So it's called a flip and burn. So, uh, yeah, you basically flip backwards and then you do a full burn instead of having like reverse thrusters. Because if you, um, you would have to have thrusters in the front and in the back, Mm -hmm. if not. So uh, like the pilot episode, um, the captain tells everybody to strap in for for the flip and burn and you get to see it, it's gorgeous. So the ship's going this way, uh, kills the main engines, and then it flips all the way. But because of the speed that you're going, you have to strap in because you deal with a gravitational shift. Um, and uh, then once you're in the other position, you do a full burn in the opposite direction in order to slow down um, to where you're going so you don't run into planets and shit. So you don't run into a whole planet? <laughs> But yeah, it's it's just another really good show. Um, One whole planet. The, the the go ahead. Speaking of, uh, um, I almost said Judaism, Jedi. <laughs> Jet what what is it? Jedi Jedi. I think it's called Jediism. I think so too. I almost said Judaism. God, <laughs> um, Jediism is um, so in the in the military on at least for the army. I don't know about other branches. I don't, I don't give a shit. Um, in the army, on your dog tags, you. You put on your no. Hang on, I'm getting there. <laughs> you 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 can put on there yeah. your your religious yeah beliefs. Uh, that that way they know how to you know deal with your body accordingly. Yeah. God forbid. <laughs> but um, 
Um, yes. Jediism. Yes. It's an authorized religion yes! that you can put on your dog tag. That's so cool. Um, samurai oh. is also another one. Really? Samurai. Yep. I knew a dude who got samurai on his dog tags straight up. Real, real. That's, okay, now I, 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 I'm going to have to do some more research because I want to know what happens if you die. What, how do they deal with your body via Jedi Fuck. traditions and, and or because not everybody can just, you know, uh, Obi-Wan that shit and just ascend. <laughs> Um, or, or samurai. What happens? What happened? Is it is it a pyre? Do you guys build like a build like a funeral pyre and shoot an arrow at it? Is that like if you put Viking on there? Do they like put you in like a thing of water and light you on fire? And light you on fire? I I, I want to know, dude. I want a Viking burial. Right. That's that's how I want to. Maj- um, great great film. I and I will have to remember the name of it, but it's about this. Um, it's a drama, I Loved guess. Loved ones, when I go, Viking burial. <laughs> the 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 whole film, there was this this girl who's got to come back because her her brother died. Well, her brother was super. He became a Viking essentially. Got super into it. Um, he dies, and um, like again, spoilers. Uh, spoilers. Um, it's it's an older movie. Um, but because he was a Viking, his family. Uh, uh, gave him a Viking funeral, so they they stole his body from the morgue, took it to that's the, that is loyalty the, the nearby lake, built a raft, sent him out, and then um, they found like a local archer or whatever, and they they shot uh, they shot his his uh, his raft. That is loyalty. <laughs> it was awesome. That is loyalty. It's probably one of the most heartfelt films that I, I think I've seen in, in recent years. I want to feel that type of loyalty in my life. <laughs> right? I want to feel I, that. I will give you a like, I Is that even legal? I don't think so. I, why? It should be. It should be. Like, if you want to get, like, my, my dream. As long as there's a death certificate, I feel like you should be disposed of. However, I shoot my bitch ass into space. <laughs> you, okay, so in, in Star Trek, whenever they lose a comrade because they're in space, yeah. they, they put them in like an escape pod, mm-hmm. and they launch that into space. That's how they do their funeral. So they put the Federation, drape the Federation flag on top of the, on top of the escape pod, and then uh, the, give their eulogy, and then send it into space. That's what I want. That's, that's what I want. That's what I want. When when you're a, when you're a space trucker. <laughs> a space trucker. Um, no, but going back to uh, for, for I forget. That would be the only way to get you out of get you out of FCA. What FCA? Out of, oh. out of your out of your factory. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah, to be yeah, a space yeah. trucker. Yeah, space trucker. Like hundred <laughs> percent. Like the Federation of Planets. Like uh, like if that like Starfleet. As soon as like. I don't think I would do well in the military because I have a problem with authority. But like, as soon as Starfleet becomes a thing, like Elon Musk is like, "Yep, we're starting Starfleet." I'm like, "Deuces, bitches, sign me up. I'm a space trucker. I'm a space trucker. I will, I will clean. uh, I would be like a space janitor on like the Enterprise, yeah, uh, just to be on a ship. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I, I clean, I clean the decks. I um, dispose of all the waste. You know that that would be my job. But just to be and see the things 
that you could see because the, there's an observation deck, uh, like a crew observation deck on every um, spaceship, like big, uh, specifically Star Trek. There's always this big, huge observation window. Yes. Yes. I want it so bad. Um, but yeah, to, to backtrack a bit, um, the Expanse, right? Because um, we're talking about languages. They did the same thing. The, the Expanse is also based on a book. Um, but they changed the language to something a bit more. Uh, they actually hired a, like a, a dialect coach and like a language director, whatever that job is. And it's called uh, it's it's a Creole language. You know what a Creole language is? Um, okay, so a Creole language is um, when you have a combination of languages, it creates another language out of necessity. Okay. So yep. it, uh, it, this is in the the not too distant future. You have uh, people from Japanese descent and uh, Chinese and some of the more complex languages with English speakers and people from France and whatever. And uh, from living on these, um, they live they live in the belt. They're called belters. They live in the belt and they live in the asteroid belt. There's a mining colony there, and. That seems dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> um, they the the lore of the show they mine ice for uh, Mars because Mars is colonized but it's not terraformed yet, so they actually ship ice to Mars and that's the the Martians water, um, and so there's there's a few. I mean it's really good. I mean it's it's like I said hard science fiction and pretty pretty dense, but um, like it, it was compared to like a space Game of Thrones if if that gives you any indication. Yeah. Um, but no, the Creole language that they invented is um, uh, it's it's it put together so well that if if uh, like characters will be having dialogue and they'll swear at each other uh, or they'll they'll call each other names um, in in the Creole language and there's little subtitles down there for you. Uh, one of the words is uh, uh, Beltaloda, which is Belter for of the belt. So uh, if, if you're referring to somebody who lives in the belt, they're a Beltalona. Uh, and then there's, there's um, you know, depending on the context, you can use it as a slur, or et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And it's just the, the amount of attention to detail for this show is and, and wonderful, but I'm concerned because any good show that sci-fi makes gets, uh, gets, gets canceled, uh, in a, a, like Firefly. And you're still upset about that. This, when did that show? When did that one season come out? Like two thousand, like two thousand eight, something like that. Something yeah. like that. And you're still mad. Do you know why? Because it was good. the cast was Nathan Fillion as as Malcolm Reynolds, just awesome. And then um, Alan Tudyk as the pilot. Alan Tudyk can do no wrong in my. I've never seen anything he's ever done where I'm like, this is shitty. I'm just like, this is shitty. I'm like Alan Tudyk, take my money. Moana. Okay, Alan Tudyk played several voices in Moana. One of them was the chicken. Did you know this? No. Yes, Moana. Um, I forget what the chicken's name is, but yes, Alan Tudyk voices. No, I, I can't remember either. It's gonna uh, But yeah, he, he voices the chicken, uh, and a few a few like one-off characters. But the uh, there's a behind the scenes uh, from Moana where he's doing all the chicken noises right for the show. And, or for, for the movie and he, he looks at the camera with a straight face and he's like 
Yeah, so I went to I went to Juilliard for this. <laughs> so he's a classically trained actor, and he got paid an outrageous amount of money to make chicken it, noises. Is it Hey Hey? Yes, Hey Hey. That's right. Yeah. So he, he got paid a shit ton of money to make chicken noises. And it's awesome. I want to get paid a shit ton of money to make <laughs> right? chicken noises. That'd be dope. All right. Okay. Suicide machine check. Okay. Check. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like you're doing an inventory for like uh, <laughs> like you're, you're building like a like a like a bunker in yeah. case of, of nuclear uh, nuclear holocaust, and you're just like suicide machine. Check. check. Got all my food. Check. When I run out of food, I'll just get inside this box and hit go. <laughs> and hit go. <laughs> Uh, or you could do the, the Dwight Schrute thing. I forget what he calls it. Um, where he's like, he takes off a living cow. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Just take off a little bit of your body and eat it, but enough yeah. to stay alive. Yeah. <laughs> Not, like how, or I think it's horses. How many horses do you have? Nine and three quarters. <laughs> and then he explains that he, he's like harvesting meat off this living horse. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. It's like case fruit. It's not a bad idea. I don't know it's if. It's brutal as fuck. I don't know if human meat would sustain you. Did you know that you can't eat uh, uh, straight rabbit meat permanently? Did you, did you know this? No. So, you know, you can eat deer and cow and, you know, all live long day. You can eat these animals, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All live long day. All live long day. You actually can't eat uh, just rabbit. So in a survival situation, you have to hunt something other than rabbit because rabbit meat's too lean. It will not sustain you. Huh. So you can eat rabbit all day long, but you'll eventually, uh, like, you won't die. I don't think you'll die of starvation, but you die from, like, like malnourishment. Mal- malnutrition. Yeah. You, don't, you don't get enough from, from rabbit meat that you do from deer or cow or what have you. Hmm. It's a little, little fun fact. We'll drop that fun fact down for us. Just going to drop that right there for you. All right. Um, Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Um, yes. So that's the other thing I want to talk about. You remember Flat Earth Rocket Guy? Just leave him. Just leave <laughs> Just him there. Fucking leave him. Um, yeah. Rocket okay. Guy building a rocket. Yes. One so, to see if the... so he goes. He goes. He's getting ready to launch it. Or he was getting ready to launch again. Right before he does, uh, he calls off the launch because of uh, he claimed that there was some malfunction. Right. And gets out of the rocket, and he's like, well, we'll, we'll try again. So he, he scrubbed the whole launch. And I'm just like, the reason? He's having doubts. That's what it is. Yeah. It's like, he's like, ah, oh, shit. They just launched something into space today. So maybe I don't launch. Because, the, like I said, if he launches it, you know, he's not going to get as high as he needs to go to prove the Earth is flat. Um, but oh, once I get more money, it's steam powered. It's a steam powered rocket. Oh Jesus! You were talking about riding a nuke. That is literally riding a bomb. Yeah. He, he's riding a steam powered bomb. <laughs> steam powered. And, and, and I'm just like, what? What is this? Uh. And I don't. I, <laughs> I posted something uh, in reference to Starman. Um, it was this picture. I don't know if you saw it on Facebook. Um, it's a picture. Of, of Starman in front of the Earth, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's got Obi Wan in the top panel, and it's like uh, that was. Uh, you, you see that? That's the. Or did you hear that? That was the sound of uh, uh, a million flat Earthers uh, crying out, and then we're suddenly <laughs> silenced. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, no, I did not see that. It's but, so good. Um, oh, God, I was going to say something. Fuck. I know. I'm Fuck. A, I'm a terrible person. Fuck. We should have strapped that some bitch in the Tesla. Oh. I mean, the, the suit's been tested to double vacuum pressure. He'd be okay for a while. <laughs> He'd be okay for a while. Minor radiation poisoning, but it's fine. A little cancer never hurt anymore. <laughs> that was terrible. Wow. <laughs> oh my god! I thought it was funny, but like <laughs> Disre- disregard. Guess we're gonna be divisive. <laughs> uh, oh god! Woo! Um, what were you gonna say? I I watched a really uh, I watched a video on the science of a flat Earth, and. It was like it was like the way that gravity would work on a flat Earth. Yeah, yeah. It's like right in the center, gravity would be what it is on a round surface. Yeah, it'd be perfect, perfect gravity. And then as you get out towards the edges, mm-hmm. it comes. It, it curves in. It, curves it would in. have to. So, it was talking about how, like, right in the center, all your trees would look exactly the way they're yep. supposed to, and the further towards the edges you got, they'd lay over. Yeah. Well, and then and then you have um, like. Uh, I saw something like that where it's talking about sports played in other parts of the country. Like, f- physics and gravity would be like... You It'd be all fucked. If you throw a baseball, instead of it going up and going back down, it could go behind you. Yeah. You could throw it straight forward, straight forward and, and curve behind you. Yeah. I watched uh, that same video. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, what, speaking of, like, scientific I think videos. it was... I think it was... Um, um. <laughs> forget it. Just forget it. Okay. Well, I, I was... Uh, there's... I saw another physics, science, physics video, whatever. Uh, I can't think of the guy's name. He does a lot of them where he breaks down stuff from science fiction uh, in, into science fact. Like what you see on film versus what's what it actually is doing or what's actually possible. Um, and, of course, we assume everybody's seen uh, Last Jedi by now, right? If you haven't. If you haven't, just die. Get your life together. Build a suicide box and get it, <laughs> hit the button. Hit the button. <laughs> but no, um, no, it's okay if you haven't. You're just you're just scum of the earth. <laughs> but uh, excuse me, the uh, um, that scene, the uh, the light speed jump through the through Snoke's ship. Yeah. Okay. Yep. He broke down the science and, and what exactly happens at the point that you that you do that. Wait, where you went? Oh shit! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, now the, I, I don't remember all of it and if I, cause I forgot to post other links. So if I remember to post this link, it was a really cool video, but basically, um, uh, it doesn't actually go, uh, you know, it looks good on screen, but believe it or not, the actual, the actuality would have been way more violent than what you saw. Because once you approach light speed, uh, gravity starts to, gravity gets all wonky and I mean, it, you know. Everything goes crazy, right? So if you assume that at the point uh, the, the the ship was at light speed at the point that it actually impacted Snoke's ship, uh, because you're at like a molecular molecular level, it would basically you would uh, it would happen so fast you'd see a flash. But what would happen is the main the fir- uh, I can't remember what that ship's called either the Rebel ship. When it impacted Snoke's ship, all you would see is a flash and then debris. Like there would be nothing left because it would be a cascade effect on the the molecular level 
where everything would just explode. Break everything yeah. down. And there there would essentially be ships and then no ships. That's it. I mean, it's just like there's no there's no other subsequent explosions. It would happen so fast and so violently that there would just be nothing left. And it, it's just... That's brutal. It's brutal. Well, and then he goes on to explain that um, now that the rebels know this, that, that this is an option, they call them... Um, Oh, they're not like light speed weapons, but you know how the Empire has, or the Empire, the New Order, it's not the Empire anymore. Uh, Charlie will give me shit for saying that. <laughs> um, the, the New Order uh, has the hyperspace weapon, right? Can shoot the beam through hyperspace. That's why it's able to hit those planets. I don't know if you. Yep. Okay. So now that they know they have weapons, light speed weapons, I mean, we're talking, uh, I mean, the, now that this is a thing. You build a ship, throw a droid inside, um, just enough to pilot the ship, activate it at light speed. You can take out anything instantaneously. So I don't, I don't think they'll go this route, but you could turn the entire tide of war by throwing a droid saying, activate hyperspace now, uh, and then they, they jump to hyperspace. And, I mean, we're talking it would destroy Death Stars. It would destroy everything. What is your... What, what is my purpose? <laughs> to fly in the ship. <laughs> pa- you pass the butter. You pass it. Oh my oh god. Oh god. <laughs> uh, get used to it. <laughs> Man, this show is just Rick and Morty references. Like, it's, it's science fiction and Rick and Morty references. Uh, that's, that's all this is. <laughs> you make a request. <laughs> the VC fulfills a request and then it stops existing. Uh, Existence is pain. We're referencing there's a there's a video uh, by the YouTuber Royish Good Looks, and uh, he does a uh, uh, he does like remixes of stuff. He does one for um, Star Wars too, um, by doing the the auto tune the 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 scene or the audio. And just turns them into music. We does one for Rick and Morty uh, about Mr. Meeseeks. So I'll, I'll try to remember to link that down at the bottom me. as well. I'm Mr. Meeseeks. <laughs> it's yes, it's crazy catchy. But uh, what else? What else do we have on the list? Uh, okay, Flat Earth Rocket Man, check. <laughs> you got <laughs> Flat Earth Rocket Man, check. Check. Suicide Machine, check. check. Tesla launch fuck up, check. Check. Okay. Check, check, check. Okay. Uh, and then you've got on here deep fakes controversy. Oh, okay. So, I don't know what that is. Okay, so uh, it's the technology. You just, you just walk in this bitch and just throw shit at me. And yeah, I'm like, I mean, I, I don't give know. Give me some preparation. You don't ever, you know, we talk about stuff you want to talk about, but you never do. You never bring anything to the table. This I is the table. Bring stuff to the table. I do bring, bring stuff. Bring stuff, put it down. I bring stuff to the table. Get your shit together. Get your shit together. <laughs> Get it all together. <laughs> Put it in a backpack. Take it to the shit store and sell, sell it. it. Take it to a ship museum. I don't give a shit. Just get it together. Uh, anyway, so okay. deep fakes controversy. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. So uh, uh, you're familiar with you know since the invention of Photoshop. I'm the PR guy. <laughs> That's my only job. That's why I show up. I say some stuff and I do PR. <laughs> Okay, so I thought you were aware of this. So uh, 
I actually found uh, it was a subreddit. I found the subreddit uh, via Philip DeFranco. So shout out to Philly D. Uh, you know, he's a good YouTuber. We're like friends. We're not friends. Continue. Anyway, Let's go. So, um, okay. So you're familiar with, you know, for years people have photoshopped celebrities' faces onto like porn stars or whatever. Yep. Um, That's my favorite. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. There's, there's a called uh, well, celebrity fakes. It's celebrity fake pornography. Oh, right? okay. Okay. So this guy um, used AI. Uh, uh, basically, uh, the, it got so big that they actually created an app called, uh, it was like Deep, or, uh, oh, I can't really name the app now. But it was, it was it, they got it down so well. Um, and what you do, because, uh, you know, the, the Photoshop aspect of it, you actually have to take a celebrity's image and then Photoshop it to make it look real mm-hmm. um, or whatever. I mean, I've never done it myself, but I get the premise. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Celebrity face, naked body, you know, scrub out. Celebrity of... face, check. <laughs> naked body, check. check. Um, but no, the uh, – uh, and there's always been – Controversy surrounding surrounding that kind of stuff. Celebrities getting upset because people are using their likenesses um, in this manner that they don't approve of. Now, what deep fakes did, uh, and there's this huge controversy around it because uh, it took out all of the legwork with having to Photoshop a celebrity, where you took this this AI algorithm and you threw a whole bunch of photos at it of whatever celebrity you want. Okay, let's say it's um, you know, Emma Watson, for instance, okay, because Emma Watson's gorgeous. You throw a whole bunch of pictures of her um, in all different lighting aspects, whatever, and then the AI actually then extrapolates the face and comp- uh, puts them all into like one like uh, 3D map, if you will, and then you take your uh, you take a porn GIF. And then you tell the A or you tell the AI program, I want this face on this body, and it does it. And so the the longer you let it, the, the more images you, you put into it, and the longer you let it run, the more accurate it looks. And I I, I saw I saw one of Clara Delavine, whatever her name is. Clara uh, Delavine. Cara Cara Delavine. Okay, um, and it looks real. It's like creepy real. And so there's this huge controversy because it, it got to the point where you don't even have to do any work for it anymore. You're just like, here's a bunch of celebrities, here's the gift that I want, and then the thing happened. Well, because of that, everybody started freaking out. Because on, on the one hand, um, you're dealing with, um, with consent and using somebody's likeness. On the other hand, because people didn't use it for the, the, the porn aspect of it came, I think, after the fact. Um, people were using it to swap out celebrities' faces in, in movie clips and stuff. Matter of fact, uh, I've seen Nicolas Cage as Lois Lane in the new Superman movie, which <laughs> was awesome. Because what's, 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 so, what's so creepy about it is because it, 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 it looks at all these images and then it creates the perfect map. It matches the mouth and everything. So it's, it looks like Nicolas Cage with Amy Adams' body <laughs> talking, to, do, talking to Superman. It's creepy and amazing at the same time. And so because of this technology comes out, everybody, any new technology, you have the risk of somebody abusing it, period. That's how people are. 
Yep. So then there was this whole controversy. Reddit shut it down. All these other uh, GIF hosting sites started to shut everything down. And, uh, you know, I, on the one hand, I get it with, like, consent. You know, uh, you know I, I don't – I wouldn't want my face being used um, in a way that I didn't agree with. However, you know, uh, the, the art, you can say artistic purposes. You can, you can claim that. On, on, on one side of it but I don't know I just I don't know why everybody freaked out about it because people photoshopping celebrities onto 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 bodies it's been around has forever. been around for forever and yes celebrities will, will file cease and desist orders and stuff and they do it all the time but it never goes away because it's just one of those kind of you know uh, it's one of those evils that just comes with being in the public eye all the time not saying it's good or bad uh, it just it is. it is it is it is what it is so this happens and then you have uh, these these gifts come out that are like photorealistic like creepy level photorealistic and you have the funny ones where like the face is all fucked up and you got like <laughs> half of a face hanging off um, but I, I don't know what you know what do you think of that my from from my perspective I'm like you know I don't know why everybody freaks out about it because it is what it is. I mean, we're not talking like, uh, I mean, these are all actresses who have done, you know, uh, lingerie shoots. I mean, it's just, again, I, I think it's one of those things that just, it is what it is. Uh, and trying to shut it down is just going to make it move somewhere else. Um, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm conflicted on the topic because I'm just like, eh, you know, but it's also not my face being used. So I, I'm up in the air. What do you What do you think? <laughs> What's the BFD, dude? Yeah, see, that's that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. You know, I I get I, it. I mean, okay. So like, I don't get what the big deal is because you can hop on Google. Yep. And just Google. Fuck, you can get on Google and Google up Cara Delevingne, and I promise you, a fake is gonna pop up. Hundred percent. I promise. Hundred percent guarantee. Um, uh. <laughs> I I mean, because here's here's the thing too. What what, uh, what concerns me? <laughs> I can actually confirm that because when that G Easy song came out, where where his line is, "I want to marry Cara Delevingne," I was like, "Who is that?" And I googled it, and I googled it into Im images, and I swear to God, you, there was a fake on. Well, there. yeah, you get all the promotional shots, you get all the glamour shots that they do, and yeah. then there's always at least one fake. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the thing is too. With celebrities being upset that, you know, the fappening, when all the celebrities yeah. got hacked and stuff, um, in, in my opinion, the moment that you start taking away stuff that has nothing to uh, – since they're not real, you understand that they're not real, right? Mm -hmm. um, the, you know, if you take all that away, because um, people are still going to – there's still a market for it. People are still going to want fakes, Okay. You're gonna push people, I think, to be more inclined to hack into people's accounts and get real ones. You know, yeah. so then you kind of have this 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 double-edged sword: is would you rather have your actual photos leaked, or would you rather just let you know have your face copy just and paste it on people to just do taking the ass. yeah things all the time? So I I don't know. I'm just like, you guys are gonna create more problems than you're trying to solve. But the other big controversy is I've seen him do the same swap with uh, a president giving a speech. 
And the, because everybody throws, everybody goes to the extreme, everybody throws up. Well, what if you took somebody saying, uh, oh, I'm, I'm going to blow up or I'm declaring nuclear war on North Korea, right? Put Trump's face in there. And then, you know, that gets leaked to North Korea. Then we're at, you know, nuclear war with North Korea. I think that's an extreme. And I think that, uh, you know, granted, they're a very closed off country, uh, like the most depressed country in the world. Uh, I, I think that, yes, that is a legit issue. But I don't think anybody was thinking about it until you fucking mentioned it. <laughs> you, got, you got people over here just worried about seeing seeing Clara Delevingne taken in the ass versus versus people declaring nuclear war on the country. You you nobody was you, thinking about you it. You created the issue, and I don't know. I'm just well. Uh, North Korea was gonna nuke us when the interview came out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, and and, and that's just a goofy little comedy. The, well, and the thing is too that if 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 North Korea was really did not like that movie, by the way, I thought it was good. I thought it was you know a, a fun little satire on 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 him, and I thought it was funnier that he got super butt hurt about it. I I liked the uh, really the only redeeming part of that movie was the Eminem interview. That was <laughs> fucking hilarious. It just like his composure. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's so good. You know, because I'm gay. But see, what? But that that is that is a prime example of something that you could do if you took, um, uh, you know, if you took like a really good uh, celebrity impersonator, somebody who's got the voice down but doesn't look like the person. Right. You put the face on top, match the lips, and and and, and go wild. And go wild. So then you, you start to deal with issues of, uh, you know, <laughs> what's real. I don't know what's real anymore. Nothing's real. Uh, and I, I don't know. I I just think that personally. Uh, whether it's okay or not okay, or there's some legal gray area this falls under, I'm like, eh. you know, just pe- people are gonna do it. People are, it, it goes with any any form of technology. Uh, somebody somewhere is gonna abuse it. Period. Yeah. But that is no reason to fear new technology because I mean, this technology, uh, it, it kind of just it shows off what AI is capable of on its own. That you say, hey, I need you to do this, and it'll do it for you. But because people abuse technology, that's you, know, you, you get stuff like this. But I don't know, man. That's just that's just my that's just my opinion on it. I'm like I, I get it. You know, I, I get why it's not it's not necessarily okay. And I get that celebrities are upset because using your likeness in this manner, and that's cool. I, I you know I, I respect that. But you know people are gonna do what people do. So <laughs> people uh, kind of suck. <laughs> what is that? Um, a lesser of two evils, I guess, is my, the point I'm trying to make. Because, um, yeah, it could be... Because I think you could go back to the whole, you know, more people wanting to hack and et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. um, but anyway. I digress. I digress. My brother used to say, I digest. <laughs> I digest. <laughs> That's true, you do. But, but I digest. Y- yes, we all digest. Everyone does that. Oh. Everybody poops. Everybody poops. In case you didn't know that. <laughs> you just dead eye. In case you didn't know that. Um, you got anything else? No. How? What's what's our? Uh, we're at an hour. Hour ten. I thought we were gonna try and cut down anyway. I think I have probably five minutes of of cutting. Cutting anyway. Yeah. 
including this. Well, including but not limited to. <laughs> and there was a there was a stutter, a video stutter midway through as well. So, but anywho, um, yeah, I think that's it for us. Uh, we'll eventually get to time travel. I know we've been talking about doing that. Um, we're probably going to be taking a couple weeks off here in the near future because we're moving to a new studio and I'll move into a new house. Uh, those happen to be in the same place. And I'm putting carpet in it. He's putting carpet in it. Um, he gave me like a hundred bucks today. Yes! No, gave me. He gave me a hundred bucks today by buying the carpet from my company. Yeah. It just... Thanks, bud. It better look good. It's going to. Do that swarm cloud. <laughs> I hooked you up with it. <laughs> anyway... That'll be it for us. I'm Logan Taylor. Austin Merrill. See you next time. Whoever is generating semi-musical noises on the bridge, please cease such activities immediately. I guess that's it.